Can you hear me now? I hear you now. Okay, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah, that that worked really well actually. I didn't I had no idea what was going on. Were your headphones just not working properly? I don't know. Like they have a it says they have a microphone, but maybe it, it wasn't on. I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, Jake. I'm glad, like I'm sorry if my voice quality isn't as good cuz I'm just using my my um phone microphone. <laughs> Honestly, but, from where I'm at, you sound actually really pretty decent, honestly. from yeehaw. Because I'm just using a uh, really – my mic is sitting in a cup, and that's my mic stand right now. Perfect. And Jacob should be logging on relatively soon. He's like he's, – I texted him like five minutes ago, the same link you got, and gotcha. he's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, but yeah. sounds good. I guess I'll plug my phone back in. It was charging, and then I was like, "Shit, I need my, I need my earbuds." So yeah. then I tried that, and I don't, I don't know. I'll charge my phone, I guess. <laughs> this is gonna be wild because I was just talking to like two of my friends about Stranger Things, and one of them had just finished watching it, and we were getting wild. <laughs> so yeah, I have like. All my feelings are very raw again right now and ready to be exploited, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, um, I figured I'd ask you, like, I was like, because, like, I was talking to Jacob about doing a, like, a Stranger Things specific episode. Mm-hmm. And we were like, um, because I text him, like, yo, let's do a Stranger Things episode. And he's like, yeah, that'd be great. And then we were like, oh, uh, Flix probably asked someone that's, like, a bigger fan than both of us. And, like, we thought of you <laughs> since. You're a pretty relatively big fan of Stranger Things, so I thought it'd yes. be... Yes, I'm a huge fan. I'm I'm less of a fan now, I guess, but I know I have lots of knowledge about it, if that's what yeah. you're wanting. Yeah, it's ma- mainly because of that, just to get, like, a different perspective, since, I don't know, it, like... Since you guys are more casual viewers. Yeah, essentially yeah. that, and, um, I don't know, your background, like, you have a degree in literature, and I don't have a degree, period, and Jacob's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my degree isn't in TV shows, to be fair, but it is a degree, so I guess you could say I'm educated. Yeah, like you understand, pl- like how to like r- like develop a plot more, and like the yes. like, story development and things like that. And I thought it'd be appropriate to bring you on, since like maybe like I don't know if this like the way they set up a story bothered you. One second, I'm gonna. I think Jacob's asking me to add him. Gotcha. But, right now. Yeah, you gotta have questions specifically for me, though, because, like, I can go off on a tangent very easily, and if you don't want me to do that, oh, oh my god, there's another one! Test, test, test. Hello, hello. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Rudy? What's up, Gracie? Hello. How you doing? I'm doing good. Good, good. I'm I'm hyped to hear your thoughts on this. I'm uh, I'm real excited. Oh, I'm yeah. ready. I'm beyond ready. Except there's one thing I know about Gracie Escobar. It's her love for Stranger Things. <laughs> well, like, looking to my right where I have, like, an Ikea shelf that's just entirely covered in, like, my crap. So. <laughs> that's <laughs> like awesome. Stranger Things stuff. Right. So, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. Pretty cool. Um, well, All right, well hey, know. Rudy. Yeah, it, I was just going to say, Rudy, um. Do you have any? Are, did you already officially start the episode, or no? We have. I was I was waiting for you to hop on so I can do cool. like the usual thing where like, 
uh, like I do the introduction, but since yeah, yeah. this is a TV series, I was like, do you just want to do a, like an overall, like just yeah. a season figured, episode? Yeah. I figured let's just kind of keep it. Let's just kind of keep it casual. We can just talk about plot points that we like, what worked, what didn't work. Cause yeah. if we try to go through the whole plot isn't <laughs> in too much detail, it would be a five hour podcast, obviously. Yeah. yeah. So Essentially let's just keep that. it. Yes, yeah. Let's just keep it. Yeah. Let's just keep it casual. We can talk about things we liked, talk about things that didn't work, any issues we had, um, but go ahead. Specifically and, like, season three. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Specifically, specifically season three. We can reference, of course, the other seasons. But um, okay. Yeah, Rudy, go ahead and uh, start us off, I guess. <laughs> uh, hey, everyone. Welcome to Riding Reviews. Uh, this week, we have my, our good co-host, Jacob. And today, we have a special guest. Her name is Gracie. She's really knowledgeable of Stranger Things, like in, in, like, in its entirety, and has just a wide knowledge of, like, developing story writing, since that's what her degree was in, I, I think, or remember. And, uh, yeah, introduce yourselves. Jacob, you go first. Cool. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, back with another episode. Like Rudy said, we're doing that Stranger Things Season 3, or I guess just Stranger Things 3, as they call it. I'm um, going to be giving kind of, it's kind of a little, diff- little bit different of an episode. We're going to be a little more casual, just kind of chatting about stuff that we like, what worked, what didn't work, character development, and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, you guys know me, obviously, and we got Gracie on here. What's up, Gracie? Hello. I'm Gracie. Um, I guess... <laughs> I guess you guys consider me qualified to have as, as a third voice, so I guess I'm kind of honored to be here in a way. Um, it's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. When Rudy, when Rudy shot me a text and was like, hey, do you want to do an episode on Stranger Things? I was like, yes, let's do it. But wait, what's that thumping noise? You hear that? Oh, that was my laptop, actually. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what is going on? Um, yeah, not me. <laughs> yeah, you're good. Um, when Rudy was like, let's do a Stranger Things things episode i was like we gotta have gracie on because she knows what she's talking about when it comes to stranger things so I yeah should be fun <laughs> should be fun before we started recording gracie was saying she has a whole shelf full of stranger things well, paraphernalia like, <laughs> it's like a bookshelf with multiple shelves and the shelves are all full nice nice that's awesome <laughs> that's awesome well hey gracie Thanks, do you want to start us off give us your uh, what are your general thoughts on the season as a whole what do you think hit us with it Ooh, general thoughts Mm-hmm. I honestly, I finished it, and I have never been so like unsure of how I felt in my life. Okay. But I actually was very angry, and I'm still very angry. Angry. Um, okay. Explain. Explain. Yeah, I didn't like um, how they change a lot of things, and I knew it was going to be different from mm-hmm. the other seasons in the sense that, like, they're like it's going to be bigger and it's going to be brighter, um, and it's not going to quite be how Stranger Things has been. So I've kind of just accepted. I accepted that. I was like, okay, it's going to be okay. set in summer. It's going to be brightly colored. Um, it's going to be a little more goofy, maybe. But I, I wasn't expecting what it ended up being at all, like to the degree that it was. Okay. Um, and the amount that it was hyped and everything that I expected yep. from, from interviews with the actors beforehand, as well as like the producers and whatnot. I, it didn't prepare me for what I ended up watching. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. Yeah, I know, I know sometimes when when we're really heavily invested in TV series and when the new season is coming up, uh, mm-hmm. we hype ourselves up and then we're not sure. And then if things, you know, I felt like this season, I enjoyed it. First of all, I'll say I really, I enjoyed the season a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have a few issues with it. I, I just love the premise and the setting. I love the characters and I feel like the actors they have portraying those characters are so, so, you know, well put for their roles. Um, I feel like a couple of the characters kind of got hit with, uh, I think it's called flanderization where they kind of be, they kind of get reduced to a singular, like a singular like, characteristic. You, have you heard yeah. that term before? 
Um, I haven't heard that term, but I, okay. I know what you're talking about. It happened yeah. in season two with some of the characters as well. And again, it's yeah. three, which I was slightly prepare, prepared for because when you have such a big cast and yeah. as, you, as you said, they are such so well casted. Carmen was Carmen Cuba. She was the casting director and okay. she has been nailing it. And I, I love her for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it, like, for example, um, Will, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Will is the, the kid who went missing in the first season, correct? Correct. I, I always get I always get Will and Mike mixed up. Will, oh, wow. I feel like I know, I know. I always get Will. Okay, so the thing is, like Will's character this season, he said basically like two lines. Like yeah. he was either talk he was either talking about playing Dungeons and Dragons or he was wanting. He was like he's here. And like I saw a meme actually that was making fun at poking fun at that. How it's like he had literally like two roles, like two things that he said. Um, I felt like Steve. They kind of dumb, dumbed down for comedic relief in a lot of areas. Mm-hmm. Um. So, so I still really like Steve's character and, and everything, but I yeah. felt like there were times where it was like, all right, you're making him a bit too like, but just a bit too silly. Um, I would again, say that's like, the general feeling for the whole show was how they were they dumbed things down in ways, uh-huh. and Steve also suffered from that, and I I can mm-hmm. agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, oh goodness, names are, are fle- uh, fleecing me. Um, <laughs> the uh, the little black girl. What was her name? Erica. Erica, right, because America, Erica. Yeah. Um, I honestly wasn't a huge fan of her character. I felt like they kind of, it was the whole, like, sassy little girl thing. She and, was like, a caricature, and yeah. her lines were delivered very much the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wasn't scared at all, which really kind of, I was, I, I was surprised. I was like, you do realize you're trapped in a Russian dungeon. Right. Like, I, this is a little kid. <laughs> this is a little like, kid, like. In, in the first season, I mean, like, they're 12-year-olds, but, like, they're mm-hmm. still very much like, we might die, and this yeah. is worry somewhere, as she made a whole joke of, like, child endangerment, and I didn't, I didn't care for her presence at all. I, there wasn't, like, a single moment, really, where I was like, wow, that was funny, and I really uh-huh. glad she was here to say it. There was, it was like, I wish she wouldn't have been what she I, was at all. <laughs> I, no, I agree, and I can kind of understand how, like, our main cast of, you know, the kids and, mm-hmm. and Nancy and like, they've been through some stuff. Like they understand scary. Like they know mm-hmm. what scary is, but like th- she doesn't know. Erica doesn't know. Like this to her, this is the scariest thing, you know, like, yeah. but her character doesn't really <laughs> seem to get that. Like they make a big deal. Capitalism, but she can't like understand <laughs> the grave danger they're all in. Oh, yeah, right. She's oddly intelligent and like, she's extremely like, capitalistic like like she really hates <laughs> communism and the idea of communist in Fine. america it was like you're literally living your biggest nightmare right now and you don't seem to be concerned by anything that's happening so yeah they, did not. <laughs> they made a big deal about how impenetrable and like heavily guarded this um base russian base was but then <laughs> the four kids <laughs> literally four kids <laughs> snuck around that place for hours unnoticed yep. kind of funny I, I again, I'm supposed to be part of like the joke of it, but at the yeah. same time, the whole Russian base in general. I mean, Stranger Things has always been very scary, and that mm-hmm. aspect of it was not scary. It no, was and very that's cartoonish. A hundred percent agree. And the thing is, like with the first two seasons, um, the the Upside Down, which mm-hmm. we I don't even think we ventured at all into the Upside Down. The Upside Down nope. was relegated to just a slit in the wall, you know, a hole in the wall. They were trying to blast mm-hmm. into, like that was. It felt like a, a, a central character to Stranger Things in the first mm-hmm. two seasons. And in this season, it really played a back role, you know, as far as yep. any, any, any major part of the plot. You know, it was just kind of like, yeah, this is a thing that's there. Um, now, explain this to me, Gracie. I'm sure you have a better understanding of it. 
Um, am I understanding it right that the Mind Flayer, which is the main, you know, the baddie of this of this season, mm-hmm. um, it was trapped in our our side of the world. It was trapped in our world, and to be able to interact, it had to take on a form. Is that correct? Is that why it was going and um, getting all these people? What I understood myself was that the piece of it that had been in Will in season two that they basically like exercised out of him, which was mm-hmm. a very excellent thing that happened in season two <laughs> that was left in our world and once mm-hmm. they shut the gate it was cut once l shut the gate in season two it was cut off from any connection to the upside down yep. um so it basically like just uh went dormant i guess you could say um and then once the russians opened up the gate again it was able to like reconnect like they once the like once there's an opening to the upside down mm-hmm. um it, it was able to uh, like come back to life in a way um, so in the first episode, we see those rats, and it somehow is able to, like, possess the rats and then use, mm-hmm. like, literally use their flesh <laughs> to build itself a body. Yep. Um, so that was what I understood how it happened to be because the, Rus- the gate- Russians opened up the gate. It was able to, like, come back to life, whereas it had been dead for, like, six months or at least un- inactive. Um, and I actually did like that plot aspect of, like, mm-hmm. here's the scary thing from the Upside Down, and now it's in our world, and it's literally building itself a body and an army um the whole villain that that aspect of like that plot i i did really like i didn't care for billy at all in season two like i would have liked him okay. to not exist in season two and in okay. season three they were actually made him relevant in a way where yeah. i was like wow you're not wasting screen time on him anymore like they had in season two uh-huh um Rudy, sorry, we've been kind of talking a lot. You got anything you want to throw in there? <laughs> oh, it's fine. Like, you, get, you guys have, like, legitimate things to put in there. Uh, yeah. It's just, like, when it came to, like, this season, I thought, like, they were going to, like, show, like, them exploring high school. And then I remember specifically texting Gracie, like, a long time ago when the trailer came out about the mall. And I was like, oh, there could be a lot of cool stuff. And then when, like, the whole entire idea of, like, a Russian base being inside a mall, I was like, this seems a little bit far-fetched. sure sure um actually i kind of like i don't know how i figure things out but like i predicted i don't know 70 percent of the season before nice so like i that's awesome about like hopper i figured out the russians in the mall um kind of like what subplots were gonna be i figured Mm -hmm. out like and then once the trailer came out um that like solidified a lot of my ideas Mm -hmm. so how did you guys feel about the mall as a central, you know, I mean, location? It was one of the central locations, if not, like, the most, or probably the most scenes in the mall. How do you guys feel about the mall as, you know, being that central location? I enjoyed it. I thought it was really cool. All the 80s throwbacks and the movie theater and all those movies being shown. I, I, I enjoyed it. What did you guys think? It was pretty cool. Like, yeah. I, I thought the idea of the mall was pretty cool because in the 80s, that was, like, a very common place for people to hang out. Of course. At, <laughs> was the mall. Like, thing is, like, when our generation came, like, I never went to the mall. I went to the mall, like, to get clothes, and that was about it. But it was a good representation of that. And it was cool to see, like, Steve, like, get a job and just get treated like garbage because he was a douche in high school. And then now he's just working a very minimal job. I like the mall Yeah, go ahead. Um, Like, our mall basically looked like that when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I found it very nostalgic. I really – I think that it was a good central piece for them to all, like, reconvene at. Um, and it, I mean, it was incredibly well built. I mean, all the extras in it, it, it looked real. It felt real. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the mall as a setting. I, I could definitely, say yeah. definitely. Uh, I want to talk about one of my favorite, one of my favorite scenes of this 
possibly the whole series because this was legitimately like this was a terrifying terrifying scene in my opinion um and i'm and i'm talking about the hospital scene um when uh uh, nancy and um, jonathan go to the hospital to try to find the old lady who was kind of you know schizophrenic whatever basically going crazy um when they went there to try to find her and that chase scene through the hospital was legitimately terrifying. Like I was like, this is so well, like, like orchestrated the way they put that together mm-hmm. was, was so scary. I was getting like, um, what's that? What's the horror? It's a classic horror movie. The, the here's Johnny. What's, what's that one called? Oh, the shining. Oh. Like, yes, the shining. I was getting like vibes, like that chase scene, man. When... <laughs> I was um, getting like, when it came, like, I know someone said like, it was like almost like a, an homage to the shining and to, um, uh, Nightmare in Elm Street, in a way. Mm-hmm. If you like, you've it seen was... Nightmare in Elm Street. You could get get some yeah. of like the symbolism from that. Well, it was gross and it was scary, and you were just like, "What is going on?" Like you weren't really expect, like you were kind of expecting it, but like then actually watching it happen was just it was like, "Oh, this is disgusting!" And why is it happening? And run, run. Um, I I really liked because. That the hospital scene, and then um, episode four, I'd probably say was my favorite as far as like the plot goes. But the the sauna test was the name of it. It's when the kids formulate the plan. I think Mike kind of heads that. Enjoyed that whole that whole scene where Billy is trapped. That was very good. Um, and then the way it led to the hospital, because I believe they go to the hospital afterwards. Um, so those two. Oh, there okay. we go. That was weird. I got like kicked out of it. Um, huh. We can just. Um, what did you? So talking, yeah. What, what go did ahead. you last hear me say? <laughs> I was talking. To, I was just mid sentence talking about the mall. Did you? Oh, I thought you were just done, and then I went into it. <laughs> <laughs> I was mid sentence about the mall. And I got kicked. Um, anyways, I was just saying I really enjoyed that scene. The choreography and everything was, was great. Um, you were talking about the um, the hall, the the hospital. Yes, the hospital. Yep. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I, I mentioned that I liked how I liked the hospital scenes. Um, and then the episode before that, I want to say that one was episode five. Mm-hmm. Episode four with the sauna test where they end up trapping Billy yes. in the sauna and trying to steam it. I'd say that's probably my favorite episode as far as things happening and making sense and being creepy. Like that felt the most traditional Stranger Things to me where it was like shit is going down. The yeah. kids are making a plan to try and figure stuff out. Like everybody's going to do things. Like we're getting we're getting to that thing where it's like, okay, everybody, go do what you need to do. Um, and then that led into the hospital scene with the kids um, and Nancy and Jonathan, and it was it was yeah, it was really mm-hmm. good. It was very creepy. The horror aspect was was right Oof. off the season. Yeah, that was so scary, man. I'm I'm not like that was legitimate. I was watching this. I'm like, this is really scary. <laughs> Holy cow! And then at the same time, I like how they did a good job earlier, uh, first season, first episode or whatever setting up those characters um is it tom and what's the other guy's name tom and oh oh my god nancy's boss is nancy's boss yeah. is from the newspaper he's played by jake Busey. Bruce, yeah Bruce. there it is yeah they set those characters up like you don't like them because they're misogynistic like honestly mm-hmm. they're du- they're douchebags and you're like yeah. these guys are garbage you know yep. and so seeing them like they're they're already kind of like scumbag people and now they're taken over by the mind flayer um mm-hmm. like Oh my goodness! Seeing them die was was <laughs> weirdly rewarding and in a weird way. You're like these guys are terrible people, you know. Um, and then their bodies melted and they became one big monster. And you were like, never mind. Oh man, that was so gross. That monster was legitimately gross looking. It was like gross. the 
the Demogorgon and the Demodogs are, are scary in their own right, but this thing was like, this is terrifying and really nasty. It was, it was for sure like, body horror. It was just body horror. It was like legit just a nasty yep. thing to look at. It's like, yep. it's a callback to David Cronenberg who like made a movie called The, uh, the Fly or whatever. And oh, it literally, the Fly with Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, essentially like what we saw <laughs> Wait, was, was The Fly but one. bigger. Yeah. Essentially yeah, we saw The Fly but 10 times bigger and more just actually just as disgusting. That's the Rick and Morty reference, isn't? Or they reference mm-hmm. that, don't they? Yeah, Cronenberg. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Cronenberg universe. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. That's I did, didn't even put two and two together, but yeah, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. Definitely, same thing. Um, mm-hmm. I thought they did a really good. Something I think they did a really good job with um, was interlacing all of the different thread lines together at the end and culminating with the Battle of Starcourt Mall. Um, I'm not wild about what they did with uh, Hopper and Joyce because mm-hmm. you. I mean, Joyce was, <laughs> she was on to something, right? Like the magnets, but it's kind of yep. like, I wish she would have had a little more to do. I don't know. Is that a fair, well, you know, fair thing to say? Um, I don't know. What do you think? I see. I, I think that the, the threading together, it's the same formula they've done the last two seasons of there's like mm-hmm. three, maybe a fourth separate, like these different groups. They're all like dealing with something and then they all converged together to solve the mystery mm-hmm. and that worked really really that, well, i mean that was a season season one is basically perfect to me it's like 100 point I, I agree out of 10 i would say i agree with um, that and so season two it it did the same formula and it didn't quite hit as well and then season three i think it really failed it because there was i didn't think there was any reason why they didn't all meet up earlier mm. um there's no reason why joyce and hopper didn't call you know jonathan or nancy or any of the kids um like they've all been through this at this point where like things get weird yeah other people know about these weird things why don't we communicate there's even a point where joyce i think was like well our kids and hopper was like well i don't know whatever blah 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 and i was like yeah very out of character Um, and uh, yeah no i 100 i totally agree with that because joyce has always been so worried about you know Finding, finding Will, uh, season one, finding Will, season two, protecting mm-hmm. Will. And then in this one, they kind of wander off. And yeah, the kids are off. To... <laughs> that, that whole storyline, I really enjoyed Alexi, the Russian. Yes. Um, and Murray Rest in and peace. their relationship. But the Joyce and Hopper relationship, which they'd kind of been teasing, I did not care for. It was all. weird. I, it was bad. <laughs> the way they, the way that they, I don't know, the way that they formed that and, and like just kind of had that play out was bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they even kind of poke fun at it at one point where they're like, they're arguing all the time. Just wait till mm-hmm. they sleep together. And I think it's, it's Maxie. And it was like, at that yeah. point, I was like, I don't want them to sleep together. <laughs> yeah, it's like, wow, this is a just... terrible pairing. Yeah. And oh, yeah, they, um, I just oh, remember okay. there's that scene where like uh, Hopper like gets beat up. It's like either before or after he fights like the, the Russian Arnold Schwarzenegger. And he's like <laughs> literally butt naked or whatever. And Joyce is like yep. just trying to avoid seeing him and... <laughs> like they like they don't really, there's a lot of like, like confusion like how to get my clothes off and all these other things I'm like how about we just worry about the fact that there's bigger things going on rather than yep. Yep. this it was kind of pointless and and the thing is all these characters know how like dangerous things can potentially get real quick mm-hmm. in this city or in this town you know so and it does seem was- kind of trivial to I don't know. That went throughout the whole season where it was like people, like all these characters who we've seen deal with these things previously, they were just kind of like laughing a lot or being very humorous. It was like they wanted to make this season more comedic, but they did it at the expense of taking away like the feel of the show of like 
bad stuff is happening. Sure. We're worried. So, like, there were a lot more moments where it was like, haha, this is funny. But it was at the expense of, of losing, I mean, character. Like, these characters, they were getting out of character to be funny or, or weren't, I mean, reacting in a sane way. It was something that happened in season two with Dustin when they're all at the house and the demodogs are coming. And he and keeps referencing demodog. And he's like, demodogs. And everyone's like, shut up. It was like, shut up. Like, this is not relevant. Like, we're all going to die. And it was very much that way again in season three. But instead uh-huh. of it just being one character, it was almost all of them at all times. And that was a huge... They wanted to make it funny, but it didn't work for, for what they've set up from before. Sure. And that was the sure. issue I had. I want to talk about a specific scene that I thought was masterfully done. Um, so obviously, you know, all, all for inclusivity and everything like that, all for it, of course, you know, equality across the board. I thought that they did a really good job and it was like so natural and came across this, the way the scene was filmed. Everything was really cool. Um, the scene with Steve and uh, Robin, Robin in the bathroom, when she <laughs> comes out to Steve, she's like, you know, basically like, I like girls, you know, and you can just see that the way that they, the way that they put that together, I thought was very well done because a lot of times you'll get these kind of like you'll get again you'll at times you'll get characters who will come out or something and it feels kind of shoehorned in there this felt mm-hmm. so natural to me i was like oh okay you know mm-hmm. that that and you can see it hit steve but then at the same time he's able to kind of get past it just because that's mm-hmm. who he is um i don't know what what were your thoughts on that scene do you want to go first rudy yeah sure um i think with that scene it was i honestly that's the one like that's one of the like, two scenes where I legitimately got kind of emotional just because, like, <laughs> like you felt for Steve. <laughs> not to say feeling for Steve, it's just like I'm a very, I'm like, honest, I'm a huge like, supporter of like that, of like anyone like that's involved in like those like unique communities of like being queer, gay, straight, whatever. And like, I really appreciated like she wants, she opened up to him. Probably mm-hmm. might have been the first person to come out to, ever. And like Steve reacted in such a wholesome way. He's like, oh, I, I still want to be your friend and. The, just like the fact that she l- l- likes a different gender didn't really bother him whatsoever. It was well, another of part of the friendship. Like, instead of him like really being like, oh, well, I like you. It was like, oh, oh, you like that one girl? Well, that girl sucks. Like, why yeah. you like that one? It was very yeah. much like a, oh, okay. Well, right. so it was a very good, I loved, I really enjoyed that scene. Robin yeah. in general as a character, I really liked her. Yes, her yes. And, and um, I mean, Joe who plays Steve, like they had very good, like, oh, they're coming. They were... uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I only wish they have, and this is kind of coming out of nowhere, but okay. originally in the original pilot, which was called Montauk for Stranger Things, Will was supposed to have sexual identity issues. Um, at okay. the end of season two, it was written in the script that they didn't actually put it into the show where he ends up looking at Mike at the snowball. So there's kind of mm, been this question for us, like super fans or whatever you want to call yeah. them. Um, like, are they going to make Will gay? Like, are they actually going to do what they've they've had this idea to do before? Um, and they've even hinted it, like, in season one, like, how his dad would call him a derogatory name. And mm-hmm. it's never been relevant. You know, it's like, oh, is Will gay? Well, Will's missing. Okay, well, now is Will gay? No, Will is possessed. <laughs> like, I was wondering, you know, early, I, I want to say it was the first episode or maybe the second episode of, of season three here. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point, I forget who says it to who, but someone he says. To Will. Yeah, he says, it's not, you know, it's not my fault you don't like girls, you know? And I was yep. kind of like. Oh, are they are they dropping that that mm-hmm. plot line? Because I mean, that's the reality yep. of the world and we so, live in. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. I so I loved Robin, but at the same time, I was like, you you've gone out of your way to make this really beautiful moment for this new character who like mm-hmm. wasn't uh, you know wasn't necessarily necessary, 
but failed to to pull through with this other character who we like have been kind of waiting for yeah because <laughs> will was very as you mentioned earlier he kind of like he had this like oh, i want to play D D, and then he had this tantrum slash mm-hmm. emotional uh, thing where he like was like okay i'm never going to be a kid again and he like destroys his castle in this very dramatic way mm-hmm. um, crying in the rain and and then like lucas and mike both come out in the rain after him and are like we're sorry like you know we want to you're our friend and we care and he ends up just brushing that off completely and it, it, he's literally like you know we have bigger things to worry about now and we never like and then will is just done for the season other than touching his neck that's true. Like that kid, they they really kind of did did our boy Will dirty over there in the in the later episodes. So seeing them do that with Robin, it just made me. I was really I, I loved it, but I was also like, why can't you do this with the characters we already have? So sure. I loved her, but I didn't like. I it's not her fault. <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. Great. And I loved yeah. that moment for them, but I wish that they would have um, let somebody else have it who we who we've okay. kind of been waiting for i guess you could say but i will, I Maybe, will agree it was yeah. a very good moment yeah yeah very the way well that done. they played that out i thought was just so natural it just felt mm-hmm. so natural. it yeah. didn't feel shoehorned in there or anything it not like, pushing any sort of agenda happened. yeah it was just like this is life you know which is the way it is in real life so i thought a plus a plus there i want to hear uh both of your guys's thoughts on that little post credit tease and the future like what you think is going to happen in season four um oh, man. <laughs> so obviously, you know, it and it, it we get our credit rolls, and then we go to uh, it's over in Russia. Mm-hmm. It's a and, gulag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> we see two Russian guards, and they're like, they're trying to pick someone out, and they're like, no, not the American. Wonder who that could be. Mm-hmm. There's, and they go and they grab um, another guy, take him down in this basement, go way down, throw him in the jail, like a little jail cell, gated off, open mm-hmm. up a trap door, and out crawls a Demogorgon. Uh, goes to attack him cue black scream and end of season uh what are what are some of your kind of thoughts theories speculation how did you like that little tease uh i mean rudy you can go ahead and i think for me it's like when when they faked will's death heroes by uh peter gabriel came on and then it it came out that he wasn't dead and then heroes came on after l read the letter and i'm like okay Mm. this is a little bit much he he's not dead so you're thinking the obvious as i'm sure we're all of us are thinking you're thinking hopper is still alive he's alive yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i think that's probably the general consensus Mm -hmm. um so we're thinking he probably what jumped into the upside down before the explosion because they made it into the upside down you can actually see the platform he was standing on had a ladder on the other side below the laser so he could have gone down that to avoid the explosion and the Russians mm-hmm. still in the building could have captured him. Mm. He could have jumped into the upside down. Um, and he, I mean, it goes from three months from like whatever happened to hit to this rush, this Russian prison who has an American. So I'm not mm-hmm. entirely convinced Ru- like Hopper is the Russian or is the American, but okay. I know Hop- I'm, I'm convinced Hopper is alive. That was another thing okay. I predicted that something happens to him, but I don't think he is actually dead in any way. Okay. Um, um, I was hearing some, well, again, some speculation from, I was on the, the subreddit for Stranger Things. Some people were speculating. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Someone was, it really is. Someone was speculating it could be, um, L's, L's, yeah, Papa, um, what's, is, what's his name? Dr. Brenner. It's Brenner. Okay. Yeah. Some people were saying it possibly could be Brenner because we haven't seen him, correct me if I'm wrong. We haven't seen him since season one or did we see yeah. him briefly in season two? Maybe a flashback or something. He was it's attacked by um... the Demogorgon, like in the... In the facility, from what last time I remember, 
It's it's at the um the middle school. They go the agents go to get eleven at the middle school. Mm-hmm. Um and then the demogorgon comes because L squeeze everyone's brains out, so there's blood everywhere. <laughs> yep. So it comes. Um and they're trying to shoot it and the last shot you see of him is like the demogorgon it's like you're from the perspective of the demogorgon kind of and it flies out towards him, but you don't mm-hmm. ever see his body. That's um, kind of the never... that's kind of rule rule one. If you don't see the death, <laughs> yeah. they could still be alive. Um, in season two, he appears. It's in episode seven. It's when Elle leaves. It's that her, her whole little pod episode. Yeah. Um, and she finds the, her her like sister eight, and eight has the ability to like project things into people's minds. So she ends up projecting Brenner into Elle's mind to kind of like freak her out. I guess you could say that's it. Um, yeah, I remember. I wasn't a huge fan of that episode. I've kind of. <laughs> forgotten a, a lot, lot about it but <laughs> yeah it's a, that's a, a different <laughs> different story for another that time a, but yeah yeah oh yeah they never address the fact that she has siblings too or technically has like other experimental siblings ever they kind of do um there's a bunch of comics and and like oh the Stranger Things it's oh, canon there is some. I have I have like three, and then I have um, a couple of the comics. I have, but a new one came wow. out. The one that I haven't bought because I'm okay. just not interested. It's called Six. It's about this sub- test subject, the sixth one. Okay. Um. So, where was I? So that there's like this whole comic series that addresses it, but I have a friend of mine who who has been keeping up with it, and she says it's not particularly like interesting. I guess you could say compared to the other books. Um, which I have, and I have the other comic series. One of them, the first comic addressed, like, Will's time in the Upside Down, like, what he was doing, where he Ooh, was. Ooh, that's cool. Um, and it was, like, it was like four, a set of four comics. Um, then they had, like, also a free comic day one, which was Nancy and Steve talking to Mike. It's, like, right after uh, Will comes back in season one, and it's kind of them suggesting, like, them cheering him up. That was cool. But Six itself is so, the comic series is, like, so apart from it like there's no like you get a glimpse of 11 in it and that's it otherwise it's just brenner and these test subjects and i I didn't care enough for it to really invest in it Um, okay but there are other ones out there i don't it hasn't been a plot i've really been interested in because i don't want stranger things to turn into x-men so i haven't pursued it (laughs) fair enough fair enough (laughs) all right i have a question for you guys um before we can kind of start wrapping up who gets your who gets your season MVP, and I'll, I'll go ahead and start so you guys can think about your answer. Um, I got to give it to uh, our boy Dustin for obvious reasons. Um, setting up, I mean, if he didn't set up the his little radio tower thing, probably wouldn't have intercepted. That's right, yeah, wouldn't have intercepted <laughs> the Russian transmission, which obviously, huge plot point there. And then also getting in contact with his boo, <laughs> Susie, for, for, oh uh, Plank's, <laughs> for Plank's constant. That scene was so funny, by the way, with him singing. Oh, my goodness. From never-ending story. That was so it wild. Was minute, it was a full minute and seven seconds. and I Was, was like, it really? Okay, yes. <laughs> it was kind of long, wasn't that, it? That was my – I was like, okay, this makes sense, but, like, stop singing. <laughs> Please. Dying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dying. Yep. <laughs> Time is of the essence. Give us planks <laughs> constant. Um, but, yeah, I got to give the MVP for the season to him uh, as far as, you know, actually – saving people i guess because he 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 went out on a limb there got in contact with his his boo Mm -hmm. got that number which obviously led to them turning off the keys yada 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 who do you got gracie (laughs) um let's see (laughs) it can be for Um, it doesn't have to be for like 
whoever who do you think was the, the best character of the season who, who's your personal mvp that can be I think it the, the, the one who i found to be at least semi-consistent um or at the very least unhateable was mike okay um and he he is my personal favorite character so i'll admit i have a bias <laughs> yeah. but throughout the show a lot of people were trying to be angry with him or upset with him and he never actually did anything so bad there was there was his one white lie because hopper threatened his life um, and it kind of escalates from there, but the right. whole time he's, he's there for everyone. He's still there for Elle. He's trying to remind everybody, like, we can't overuse her powers because that's not good, even though everyone seems okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and he comes up with the plan. I think he was one who came up with the plan for the whole sauna test. So they were able to get information from Billy and like, learn more about what they were fighting. Um, and then just through the end, he's, he's there <laughs> mm-hmm. and, um, yep. he's trying. So I, I would say he was my personal MVP. He really um, cared about Eleven. Like, I truly, like, he really well, loves he Eleven. he loves her, Rudy. I was a little uncomfortable. I was, I was a little uncomfortable. Out way too much, man. Yeah, I was Dang. a little uncomfortable with all that making out in the beginning. I was like, these are still kind of young kids. I'm a little uncomfortable like with this, 14? but, you know. Yeah. Like, that, that looks like two 14-year-olds kissing. <laughs> that's so. facts. That's, that's facts. Right. You're 100% right. I can't relate, but, yeah, I guess that's what 14-year-olds are doing <laughs> at that age, man. Like, there was also a shot of the boys walking into, like, a lingerie shop and being absolutely terrified. So right. like that's that's balanced. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> that's fairly accurate to be honest with you. Rudy, who, who you got? Who's your favorite slash Alexi? Uh, uh, it's Alexi. I just loved like he was <laughs> he um he represented a lot of like I remember reading on Reddit about how this person that's a Russian American was talking about how Alexi represented a lot of Russian scientists that didn't really care for like the ideas of communism they just wanted to practice science and like he wasn't a bitter angry person he just wanted to like be happy and he just he wanted his cherry slurpee he his wanted cherry slurpee he they did our boy so dirty man <laughs> got shot in the carnival like he got his uh whatever it was uh some random thing from like a disney uh disney thing what, or was it daffy duck woody the woodpecker and the conspiracy dude was like making noise at him. He was like generally happy in that moment. He probably hasn't been that happy in his entire life of growing up in communist Russia. Uh, yeah. Facts. He was great. He did. He he fulfilled his purpose, and then he like bowed out, which is what they. I, I like when new characters tend to to disappear after they're no longer needed. So like his death okay. was like oh, Bob. But he was Rest so great. I, I yep. Bob was another one where it was like, oh, I like you, but like. You know, you wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense for you to be around longer than this. So I, I yeah, you're dead, but I'm still really sad about. And the, yeah, no, I agree. And the cast is only growing with each season, so they do have to also try to make a balance there with taking characters out. So, mm-hmm. um, very cool. So I know we've said a lot of we've said a lot of our issues with the season, which is only fair. We're kind of critiquing it from from you know a certain review. So um, I'll, let's kind of end it with saying stuff we liked about it, and then we can kind of give a little bit of our predictions for season four. I mean, Gracie, you, you, you would know more than I, but you've got to assume. I, I know it's breaking records. Season three is Netflix records. So we got to assume season four is coming, right? Oh, yeah. They've, yeah. They've, they've said it. they'll probably end it on either four or five, Okay. Um, which drives me nuts that I don't know if it's four or five. Yeah, right. <laughs> Um, right. <laughs> there, there will be definitely a season four at the very least because they left enough loose ends that need to be tied up. I mean, the buyers yeah. took Ellen left mm-hmm. um, and Hopper is gone, but I mean, not gone. So there, like there's enough where it's like we're definitely have something to start for season four. 
Um, yeah. Even even if we don't know, I don't know how big the time skip is going to be. Is another question mm. I have. You know, you know what I'm thinking. Uh, I'm thinking every season so far has fallen around a holiday. First one was Christmas time. Second one was uh, Halloween. Now we had Fourth of July. I'm thinking it's got to be Thanksgiving, right? Because well, they even... actually, season one was closer to Thanksgiving. It was the first week of okay. November. Okay, so season so one was, I guess, technically Christmas. okay. We technically haven't had Christmas. Okay, so maybe, maybe I just the reason I was thinking Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Man, I guess I'm, my memory's failing me. Clearly, <laughs> getting old <laughs> with age. Um, the reason I was thinking Thanksgiving is because you know the buyers up and left smartly got out of that hellhole, yep. <laughs> um, and they say like, "Hey, we'll try to be back around Thanksgiving." That's the only mm-hmm. kind of free. That was my logic there, but who knows? Uh, Christmas mm-hmm. time could be also really cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'll kind of give my final thoughts here on I, I we've been we've been saying a lot of issues with it, but I really did enjoy the season. I. I I know, Grace, you said you're still kind of mixed on how you feel, but I just love these characters. Um, I love and I the love characters, the, and that's, yeah. that's why I've been struggling so yeah. much, is because it's very much a plot-driven season instead of character-driven season. So sure. seeing so many, so many of the characters um, sta- be stagnant or even, even like regress completely from where sure. they built in season two, it was a really big struggle. So overall, I, I won't even say I'm mixed. I'm still pretty negative about season three, but okay. it's still Stranger Things, so yeah. I still love it. Yeah, I just love all the paranormal. I love how the show keeps you guessing. And every episode, you're like, oh, my gosh, I got to watch that. You know, I, I just love that kind of – it gives me yep. – it's obviously much different, but it gives me the same sort of feelings that I had when I watched uh, Lost TV series mm-hmm. where there was just all these questions where I'm like, WTF, you know, what's, what's going on? How are they going to solve this? How are they going to beat this? Um, so, of course, season three gave more of that. You know, maybe, again, like you said, character development wasn't quite as, as strong. But um, – <laughs> Yeah, I loved it. I'm I'm hyped for season four. I can't I can't wait. Um, That's good. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking they'll do like we were saying earlier. I'm thinking Hopper. I'm thinking Hopper's alive. We're gonna address that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Elk. Who do you, What do you think? Yeah, what do you think is gonna be? Lost, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Elk no, you're good. <laughs> lost her powers, and one of right? her main powers is being able to track people. Right. So, it is kind of this like, oh, well, where's Hopper? Well, the one mm-hmm. way we could have figured it out very conveniently is now gone. Right. So that's that's another thing where I was like, it definitely feels like they're queuing up to being because if if she was able to like officially look and see if Hopper was dead, she yeah. definitely would have, and she no longer has that ability to do that. She can't. So yeah, she, they got to address her getting her powers back. Hopper, I'm sure we're gonna see more about the. Who knows? Maybe this next season won't all be set in uh, Hawkins. Maybe it'll be kind of taking place elsewhere i don't know maybe they'll have several mm-hmm. locations because i mean we got to go back to the gangs that go to communist russia guys it's... russia right <laughs> the gangs somehow, somehow i wouldn't be surprised if they all if some of them ended up in russia yeah honestly you never know at this point <laughs> go into the upside down pop out in russia who knows Might as well. uh yeah rudy what are kind of your final thoughts on on the season um i honestly when it came to like the color schemes of this season, it was just really beautiful. I'm not gonna lie, like the way they shot everything, like to have everything light up. The cinematography it's, was a a a one tier, man. It was great, I especially agree. when they uh, had the fireworks scene when they were throwing all the mortars yep. <laughs> at the the big Demogorgon. I just thought that was that was cool, and just like uh, Ella's aesthetic, really, I thought was really like just nice to look at. I'm like, wow, she actually dresses nice, and like the boys, <laughs> the boys dress like dudes that are in indie bands. That's how each one of the guys dresses. They all dress like the guys. style. The style is so 80s, dude. <laughs> the short shorts. The 80s. I love yep. overall like Stranger Things. I love how 80s it is because for some reason mm-hmm. the 80s just really give me this 
Even though I'm, a, you know, I was born in '95, but I just right. love the '80s for yeah. some reason. So yeah. that it, it definitely had that vibe, and I and I loved and appreciated that about it. That um, I also just appreciated that uh, we got to see Steve still be a father figure to to Dustin in his weird <laughs> way. It was. Thank you for saying father and not mother. <laughs> uh, Who's um? Who is that one mom that uh kept flirting with Bill? Was that Karen? Well, who's Billy his? Karen. Oh, yeah. I'm so grateful that Karen did not end up meeting Billy and that she made the choice to like. Oh, thank goodness. Stay with him. I was. I literally was like. I, I yelled at my TV. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. Gross. I mean, it's gross. Is he? It he's, is gross. He's not in high school, is he? I think he's it rad- was like the summer after his height, like he graduated. Is, is okay, so guess. he's at least, at least he's 18 then we're assuming. But, but like, like, I was thinking like, this oh. is messed up, man. Because like, <laughs> and, um, imagine if the role, like, it's, I, I try to think about it like, well, what if the roles were reversed? Like, it's gross yeah. either way, you know? It's like, I, ew. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for that teasing thing yep. they did for it in S2. So I was really glad that they shut that down entirely. Yes. I was like, yep. thank you <laughs> i always thought that was a, such a creepy thing in season two when they were like messing with that i was like Ugh. i was like please don't i don't he's a this. kid <laughs> creepy, creepy old lady <laughs> well you see at the when when they're at the carnival or whatever like she learns that like her husband somewhat cares about her he just has a very unique way of showing his appreciation by being a typical 80s dad and being very emotionally distant like they're hanging <laughs> sure. out they're hanging out at the carnival and he says something like i remember oh there was another scene where He's like, well, that's what love is, and I love you in a very just monotone voice. And it was cool that they were spending time with their other mm-hmm. kid. And I was like, dang. And they just don't really worry about where Will is whatsoever. <laughs> or, no, Mike. It was Mike's parents. <laughs> yep. The I was Wheeler. like, dang. Yeah, the Wheelers really just do not care whatsoever. Care. Well, to be fair, their two older children have been involved with this whole paranormal thing that they can't explain True. to their parents. So it's, I feel like it's less of they don't care so much as their kids are like, we can't talk to you about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, hey, we'll let you get out of here. Let's um, kind of last thing. Um, how, how would you rank the seasons? I would say season one, season three, then season two for me. How about you, Gracie? I'll agree with that. Okay. I, I, that's Yeah. Cool. How about you, Rudy? Uh, this season, honestly, like I liked it more than season two. I will say that. Okay. Yep, it definitely same. hit me more emotionally than season two. Season one will always be the top. I would give this like a, like eight out of ten or like or seven point five out of ten when wow. it comes to like yeah yeah that's I went there. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of love. <laughs> it is. I mean, I'd probably rate. I'd probably honestly, and, and again, I I'm not as emotionally invested in the characters as, as Gracie is, obviously, but. Um, <laughs> I, I would I would agree. I'd, I'd give it around a seven, five, eight, maybe. Season one, like Gracie said, is is in the nines. Easy, so good, such yep. a fun season. But um, I don't know unless you guys got any kind of final thoughts. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm ready mean, to I peace out if you guys thoughts, are. But yeah, we gotta, we're running out of time. So <laughs> right, I'll, wrap I'll it up here. See what it is. <laughs> Pushing an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, cool. Yeah. Thanks a lot for hopping on the show, Gracie. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Gracie. This was fun. Anytime you need Stranger Things things, I'm. I've got you. <laughs> Fun having you. Yeah, for sure. For yeah, sure. for sure. All well, right, thanks. Th- this All right. was another Rider Reviews episode. Thanks for t- uh, listening and subscribing. Uh, Rider Reviews out.